You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Fly the W670 podcast, Cub Pitchers and Catchers Report. It's season three. It's episode Number 14. Don't forget to leave us those five star reviews. Don't forget to listen, download, and subscribe to our Fly the W670 podcast. All right, Crowley. So, pitchers and catchers are reporting. Uh, President of Baseball Ops, Jed Hoyer, GM Carter Hawkins, and new skipper. Yes, we said skipper. Craig Council sat down on uh, Wednesday afternoon and took questions from the media. You've got a couple of highlights we want to share with the group. Yeah, you know, it was really funny because, uh, as you said, Jed, obviously under the weather, and you're going to hear it in, in his voice there. Um, you know, Dustin, I think when we were at CubsCon roughly a month ago, one of the things that we were excited about is, is people asked Jed, hey, you know, what's going on this offseason? And he said, well, we're about in the fourth, fifth inning. Mm-hmm. We all kind of turned our head and said, oh, okay, fourth, fifth. Well, okay, plenty going on. He was asked that same question today. Where are we? I think the closer's definitely warming up at this point, you know. Um, uh, there's a lot of good free agents out there. Certainly, it's been a really late, evolving offseason. And so, um, you know, every day we're in, in, in contact with different free agents. And we may well, you know, add one or more players to the, to the roster. But at this point, you know, as we sit down and, and think about it, I mean, it is February 14th. You know, it is day one of spring training, and we're trying to focus on the guys that are here. Pitchers and I mean the, the the closers warming up. This is about over here, Dustin, right? Yeah, I think he's speaking to somebody very directly, and his name is Scott Boris. Well, you mentioned Scott Boris, and, and here's what I'm gonna tell you, Dustin. They were taking a look out of when we looked at at the at the our, our list and all this stuff here, you know, our, our tiered list and all that in the offseason. We looked at the athletic, they had 25, four, top 40, whatever, uh, you know, free agents. And out of the top 25, Dustin, only five are left, and all five of them share the same agent, Scott Boris. So that's Cody Bellinger, that's Jordan Montgomery, that's Blake Snell, um, I'm, uh, J.D. Martinez is one, and I'm forgetting, and Cody Bellinger. And so those are the five that are left on the board of the top 25, and they are all Boris's clients. Uh, so, again, I do think that very the message is there. Interesting. Very interesting. Yep. You know, it's, it's, I don't think the Cubs are budging on this, Dustin. I think they've nope. made their, their position nope. clear. And so the ball's in the hands, I think more of right now, I think it's really in the hands of the player, even more than Scott Boris is, is there going to be a player that says, look, I'm tired of waiting. I just want to be on a team. And, and, and again, remember the, the agent works for the player, not the other way around. Now, Dustin, there was some question about last year, you know, obviously the Cubs did not, you know, fell one game short and and so Jed was asked about that, and there's something in his answer that kind of interested me here. Yeah, I think there's a lot of positives from last year. I mean, we were 10 games under, and to fight to get tw- to 12 games over, I thought was super impressive. And I think that says a lot about the character of the, of the team, of the coaches. Um, 
I do feel like that sprint took a toll. Um, and, you know, uh, when, you're, when you're winning like that every night and then the toll that takes on the bullpen, I do think we had to play catch-up, you know, too much. And so um, I think that's probably a lesson to, to take from it. You know, it's, uh, it, it's hard to, to sprint like that for, for three months. But um, they, should be, they should be proud of themselves and proud of what they, of what they accomplished during that, during that period. And obviously, um, I think for all of us, there's a, you know, kind of a bitter taste in our mouth that we weren't able to complete that because I think that would have been a really special uh, playoff team having, you know, like I said, been 10 games under and, and making the playoffs. So uh, hopefully that, that uh, bitterness kind of fueled everyone uh, a little bit this offseason. You like that? You like that bitterness in the mouth? You think that still exists that some of these players are kind of a little bit, you know, feel like they have something to prove this season? I, I don't think so at all. I, I don't. I, I don't. I just think I don't think baseball works that way. I don't think bitterness helps. I don't think it helps the players really. Here's what I find interesting, and I know you're not going to get a real answer, but if I was at that press conference, I would be Horshack and welcome back Carter. I mean, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> and you're going to tell me, Jed, with all due respect, that if you had made the postseason, that David Ross wouldn't be sitting up here with you guys. Yeah, I mean, because, or, or or it's because Craig Council, who is viewed as one of the best, if not the best, manager in baseball, no matter what the Cubs did, slight of making the World Series, they were making a move because that guy was available, and he's your B to A. They believe he's your B to A guy. Hundred percent. You know, the Bulls. I remember the Doug Collins versus Phil Jackson. You know, right. one one guy was going to get you somewhere. Did you like how I pulled that out? That basketball reference. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't know you had that in your bag, buddy. I'm impressed. <laughs> But I'm yeah, you impressed. know, you know, I, I think that the, the key here and it to me, it always is this way. It's just April and May is really hard, especially to play at Wrigley. If you ever sit in those April and May games, they're cold. The wind's blowing in. You hit a ball that should be 400 feet and it hits lands in the center fielder's glove. It goes like 370 because the wind's howling off the lake. I always say you just got to stay close through April and May. If you're within five games, I would say at the end of May. That's when I feel like the Cubs really, truly have a chance to be 10 games under and then have to, like, again, like, like Jed said, you're sprinting for three months. I mean, you're going to run out of gas to have to win all those close games and have to rely on the same three arms all the time. It just wasn't going to happen. So I think that, you know, hopefully they can get off to a good start because that's always so key. Now, Dustin, there was not going to be a press conference without the 800-pound gorilla of Cody Bellinger in there. And, got, and it's funny because he's talked about Cody – uh, that last series in Milwaukee, he's talked about him at the GM meetings. He's talked about them at Cubs con and the answer kind of just remains the same. This is what he had to say. Um, yeah, I've said, you know, dozens of times, I think at this point, you know, I have, no, I have nothing but admiration for him. You know, he had a, he came in last year, uh, coming off to, um, you know, struggle, struggling, poor seasons, you know, in LA. And I think, Wanted that fresh start. He came in here, worked incredibly hard, you know, every day here with Dustin Kelly in the off season, and you know, it's um, you know, it's gratifying to watch someone's hard work pay off. You know, um, obviously he had a great year last year. Um, he was a really good teammate. Um, so, I, you know, like I said, I have a ton of admiration for for Cody, and um, I've said that a ton. What what where are things trying to bring him back? I mean, like I said, we're talking to tons of different free agents right now, and. Um, will continue to to do that don't you love that dance dustin you can't say anything 
You you can't say anything, but people have to ask. It's like the beat writers have to ask and he has to answer. And it's just the same dance. And you can't say, hey, we just had a call last night and we're about this much apart. You, you can't right. do that. So you right. just got to kind of sit there and. <laughs> Speaking of that, though, they, they really and I know we've kicked this around a little bit on this podcast, but I was talking to a guy who I really respect his baseball opinions over the weekend. And it's not earth shattering, but they, they've got to put a deadline on this. There's got to be, you got to put a deadline on it because it's just good for everybody. It's good for the game. There's got to be some type of a deadline. And then if you for, don't you're sign. You're talking about MLB. Right. And then if you don't sign, then we're going to have a little waiting period. And then it'll reopen up again, like right now or something. But no, none of this just dragging our feet, dragging our feet, dragging our feet, because there's no real day to show up. So I, I just think something's got to be done for the good of the game. Yeah, Jen mentioned that in CubsCon, and he said, hey, that's why we, you know, you saw them sign Shota Imanaga is because there was a deadline. Otherwise, he'd have to go back to Japan for the next year. So a deadline works. It, it's, again, how you're going to, you know, that would be something for the next collective bargaining agreement. And, and one thing that's been talked about is, okay, if you don't sign by, let's say, June, January 15th, you can only sign a one-year deal for the next year or something, something to, to do something, or maybe like you said, reopen it up later but yeah this was just been, it hasn't been that fun this off season and so um you know the one thing sometimes dustin though when you we've talked about this before when you listen to press conferences is there like a theme you hear running through it and i want our listeners to kind of understand here is that it seems to me like the one thing i kept hearing over and over again was talk about the young guys and young guys having to take the next step and so here's what jed had to say about that yeah i don't want to single guys out because i wind up forgetting someone that's that's really important but um, you know, we have a lot of a lot of guys that sort of haven't yet made that step to be, you know, uh, established big leaguers. You know, like I'll add Nico to that group, like with Steele. Like he's kind of made that step now where I think we, you kind of have a sense of what to expect from him. I think we have a number of guys that, that are trying to make that jump. And I think that that's, uh, like I said, that's, that, that's the fun part of this is watching those guys do that because, you know, that's how, you know, in my experience – the way teams overachieve and the way the way teams have special seasons is by having guys, you know, do things they weren't projected to do. And, you know, I think that we have a number of guys in this camp that I think have the chance to exceed expectations and make that step. And I think that's how you end up, you know, you stacking those players on top of each other. That's how you end up having a special season. I, I agree with him. You do need guys to outperform, especially young guys. When you think about 84, that was the year that Sandberg really broke out. Or when you think about 89, that was when you had Jerome Walton and Dwight Smith, all of a sudden guys kind of come out there and, and, and make a name for themselves. But I just wonder how much, you know, the fact that they believe in a lot of these young guys is, is preventing them from say, you know, getting Michael Bush. Okay. We don't need Reese Hoskins, those type of things. We have PCA. Do we really need Cody Bellinger? Uh, I wonder how much that has an impact. And I wonder if they're waiting to see, which of these guys step up because the 2025 free agent class looks so much stronger than the 2024 free agent class. All right. We'll have to wait and see. Right. Right. Now Jed was asked if right now what you're seeing today, and I heard you on, on Mully in the hall this morning, talk about, you know, who was playing third on Sunday and stuff. Right. He was asked, you know, is this who's team getting complete? the ball in the ninth? Who's getting the ball in the ninth? Who's DH and who's playing third base on Sunday? Right. And so the question was asked up, is this team complete? I don't think we're ever going to feel, you know, complete. You know, I might 
20 plus years, I've never gotten to a place where I felt like uh, you just kind of turn it over to the manager and, and like, you know, went and played golf. And that's not how this, this thing works. You know, I think that we're always going to be looking for upgrades, um, both now and, and all season long. And that's what, that's, that's our job. Um, yeah, I'm excited about where we are as an organization. Uh, I think that we have a lot of good young veteran players on the team. I think we have uh, a ton of young talent and, um, I'm probably more excited for this spring than most springs just because we have so much young talent in camp. And that's what's really, you know, fun in this job is watching those guys play, watching those guys develop. You know, young players, young talent, that's that's where the game is right now. That's the currency of, of baseball. And, um, you know, that's the part of our, the organization that gives me the uh, the most confidence. And I'm, I'm excited to watch those guys every day this spring. All right, Dustin, there it was again, young players and, and the currency of baseball. And it is true. There are, if you look around the league, a lot of these teams have a lot of young players that are becoming superstars at 22, 23, 24. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Like I said, I to me, when I hear that, I wonder if the Cubs are content not spending big on a couple of these big guys that are still out there. Yep. Let's hope not. I, I, I just really, I, I, can't, I, I, can't, I can't imagine this offense clicking without another addition. Doesn't have to be Bellinger, but it's another addition. Now, Dustin, uh, the one thing is, is Carter Hawkins didn't talk much, but he did talk when they were bringing up Carter uh, Shota Imanaga, and I thought it was pretty good. I think we're definitely all struck by uh, just how outgoing he's been. Um, you know, I think you know, obviously there's different personalities and different people, and kind of the juxtaposition of him versus Saya. It's, it's been interesting. He's he's definitely kind of been the life of the, of the clubhouse to some extent early on, and. I think that'll be good for both Saya and Shota to, to have that uh, that partnership. But um, you know, I think for us, it's it's really about trying to throttle them down a little bit uh, early in camp. You know, I think everyone comes into a new environment and wants to do a little bit more um, than everyone thinks that they're going to do. And for someone like Shota, that we're going to have to have for 162 you know games and, and more after that, and then for several years after that, making sure that you know we're not uh, doing anything right now that's going to hurt us in September or October. Now, I thought, you know, to me, what was smart. interesting. That was smart, smart answer. Right. But I will tell you, I agree that personality that Shota Imanaga has a personality. We oh, saw yeah. it in the press conference. Mm-hmm. He just, to me, seems really like a funny guy. And he's a different personality than Seiya Suzuki. So I think, I think it's going to be good for Seiya. I think it's going to be good for the team. I, I also like that idea of throttling down, not wanting to try to like be too much and impress everybody and, and do that. Just, just get your work done. And that's the biggest thing is coming out of spring training uh, healthy. Now, Craig council was, was at the press conference as well. And of course, Bruce was Bruce Levine from 670, the score Odyssey insider. He had the first question and he had a doozy. I don't know if you heard this one, Dustin. Uh, I didn't realize this, but, 
Craig Council was on two teams where a manager took over and won the World Series in their first year. He was with, with Bob Brenly in 2001 with the Diamondbacks, yep. and he was with uh, Jim Leland in the Marlins. So Bruce has to ask uh, Chris Con- uh, Craig Council if it's World Series or bust. I like that. Um, well, that that's certainly the goal. That's that's why you're here. Um, there's there's a uh, I would say there's a lot of work to do between now and that point. And you know, at this point for for myself and for the team, it's 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 really about connecting and, and getting to know each other, um, understanding some routines and, and really interacting. That's, that's the most important thing is that we get to know each other, um, that they hear me talk, the players hear me talk, um, and that we get to our process and our routines. And, and that's what forms the Cubs. That's what forms us. I, I really enjoy listening to him talk and how he kind of processes things. You know, I guess like, not not to say David Ross didn't do that, but I think Craig Council does a very interesting analytical job of kind of breaking down what he's going to do. And I, I really, I think, you know, Craig is also going to talk a little bit about the first couple of weeks in camps and what he's expecting. And and here's what he said, but I, I, I'm, I'm excited about this. Yeah, I mean, look, I think there's no speech that changes the world right now. <laughs> That's a big misconception. I think about sports, we should, they make movies about it, but, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's really about us connecting as a group. That's, that's what we're, our job is right now. Um, and our job is to kind of take care of the things you take care of the first 10 days. It's not to get too far ahead of ourselves. It's to take care of, so that's health is to take care of the, the small things we're doing with the, the, the kind of the fundamentals we're doing with pitchers over the next 10 days. Um, that's, that's the job right now. Um, and as we, as we, you know, that's what, and that's what spring training is about right now. Um, as we get closer to the season and, and as we have interacted together um, and, and we kind of develop some relationships, that's when, that's when the real kind of team building, I think, starts. I, I like that he stressed health and fundamentals first, right? And I feel like he's not trying to force himself as the, I'm the manager, look at, love me, da, da, da. He's going to build those relationships and take it team by, you know, day by day. And and as you get further down training, that's when kind of you start the team building and the fun stuff, you know? Yeah, I basically like everything I've heard out of him so far. Obviously, I wasn't thrilled when this first happened, but uh, he has definitely grown on me. Now, Jed is not the only one that was going to talk about young players. Craig had his his uh, opinions on that as well. Yeah, I mean, there's look, it's a strength of the organization right now, and uh, there are it is the best part of this camp right now. There's a number of young players, one that are like already here, but still have like growth. You, you know, they have growth as big leaguers left, and then there's a big group, and I, I put PCA in that group that are like. That these are these are important camps because of just their exposure to a bunch of major league players. They're kind of they're looking to make the next step, and our job is to help them take the next step. And it's it's a it's a messy generally it's usually a messy process a little bit, um, but it's really fun. Um, and in the end, you know, you look back on players that. I think as coaches and as managers that you got to have from day one, and you're so proud of those guys, right? Because you take the journey, kind of that major league journey with them um, um, for, for a long time. And, and that's, that's really rewarding and really exciting. And it is the game today. It, you have, we have to have those players um, so that we have so many of them in this camp. Um, 
is a great place to start. Dustin, you know, I, I think about like the last segment with Ron Kavner, the the interview, you know, and everybody, I think myself included, uh, when when the Cubs got Craig Council, the big thing was, oh, this is just like Joe Madden, and now we're going to get the free agents. They're ready to spend. And I'm just wondering now, the more I hear what these guys have to say, if it's the other direction, is that the idea was bring Craig Council here to get the most out of young players because that's what he's able to do and, and and maybe it's not to spend a bunch of money on free agents. Thoughts? Yeah, I agree. It's kind of a mixed bag. Um, I, again, I think I think Jed and Carter believe that with last year's roster, Craig Council managing, the Cubs are playing in October. But this roster is different, especially on the offensive side of things. Not the same. So, um, I, I, you know, young guys are great but they still have to prove it, right? You're, you're a prospect right. until, until you, until you prove it on the field. I'm not against the, them. I'm not against them playing the young guys, but this is, this is the Chicago Cubs. This isn't Pittsburgh. This isn't Milwaukee and it's definitely not Cincinnati. So come on. I would say, you know, the one thing that interested me in the last interview, in the last episode with Craig Goldstein is that we talked about how, you know, no matter what the projections are, it always seemed like Craig Council exceeded. If they said, okay, the Brewers are going to win 81 games, they'd win 87. Okay, right. we think the Brewers are going to win 79 games, they'd win like 88. And it's like, what is that guy doing? And I think Jed was thinking the same thing. Yep. The last clip that we got um, has to do with Craig Council. And again, the idea of knowing the players, but from a different perspective on the opposite side of the diamond. It cuts both ways, really. It's like they, they've seen me and I've seen them a lot, too. So there's, you know, I, I mean, I was just talking to Justin Steele about not understanding how we couldn't score against you. You know, I mean, like the Brewers <laughs> couldn't score against you. And I like that he's got the, the facial hair back because then I'm just, I just, he was clean cut for his wedding. I didn't like that really. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so there's some familiarity from competing for sure. And, and that feels good. It really does. Um, and uh, it, it, and really it, it's, there's already a connection there because of that, um, and I like that, and it's a place for us to start uh, start a conversation. I'm, I'm telling you, Dustin, the fact that he, he commented on Justin Steele's facial hair because he was a right. baby face at Cubs Con just at his wedding, and now he's getting dirty again. I think, I think Craig Council is going to bring some fun to this team that I think people, like I said, as much as we, we were annoyed by him from the other end, the fact that he's now on our team is – is, this is my second basketball reference is like when the Bulls finally got Dennis Rodman, you know, he's yep. playing for us now. And I think yep. that's going to be what's fun. AJ Prasinski, when he's on your team, you love him. When you're playing against him, you hate him. Absolutely. So, I, I mean, Dustin, I'm, I'm excited. The, the, I know that the press conference probably wasn't what everybody wanted, but I'm, I'm, just, I'm happy baseball's back. I'm happy to see the pictures of all the guys in camp. Uh, you know, th this hope springs eternal, right? We haven't played a single game yet. Let's just kind of see what happens. But I'm ready, man. I'm ready to have some fun. I agree 100%. Well, that's a wrap. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W670 podcast. You can follow us on all the socials. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter, Instagram, of course. You can email us, flythew670 at gmail.com. You never know when Crowley and I might answer your email live on this podcast, and you can watch us. That's right, on YouTube by subscribing to the 670 The Score YouTube channel. Crowley, have a great rest of your week, and we will uh, – Get back at it early next week, or or if some news breaks and uh, merits an emergency podcast. 
Absolutely. It's going to be fun. Spring training. Next time we talk, Dustin, position players. We're getting there. Go Cubs.